This is Michael Coe from the Punk Rock and Politics Podcast, and you're listening to some of the best podcasts available on the internet, only on the No Phony Podcast Network. Welcome to Heroes Garage. This is a weekly podcast where we review shows and movies that show up on streaming services almost exclusively because none of us are adventurous enough to go back to the theaters yet, even though they're open. Right, Bill? That's true, Tom. I, I wish I wish I could say we could, but um, I don't think anything by me. I would have to travel a distance to to go see something, and I'm just not that adventurous yet. No, and I'll let they, they close down our favorite theater. The other theater that we did um, make our way out to often was Tinseltown in North Aurora. Mm-hmm. And shout out to Tinseltown. No, they do not fund this program. Um, but we are we're very enthusiastic about our movies, and we like to go out to the show house, but not if we're going to get a very bad case of the flu or worse. Yeah, I um, I just... I just feel that in that setting, everybody's in the dark. You know, people are not going to play the roles. The masks are coming off. <laughs> I mean, today was just an interesting mask story as I transition weirdly to a new topic. No, I, was I like walk- it. <laughs> I was walking my dog, and Johnson's school opened up. And it's an elementary school, and it was so adorable. All these parents are dropping off their kids, <laughs> and you see these little kids like, four to seven years old all running around with their masks on and you just wondered how long are these masks going to stay on these faces <laughs> I mean, was that before or after school before they're gonna oh be, no they're gonna have to run around with like bottles of hand sanitizer and clogs bleach things down all day long <laughs> well i was at a restaurant yesterday my story and we just finished dinner you know, we're all, you know, six feet apart inside. And we hear this guy sneeze and we turn to the left. <laughs> and it was a worker. Oh, no. And yes, he took off his mask to sneeze. Oh, no. Yes. And my oh. daughter goes to me, doesn't that kind of defeat the point? <laughs> and then you hear off in the distance, not you! <laughs> it's kind of the conundrum of masks because the, oh the the advice is keep that mask on if you're going to hawk body fluids out of your mouth because yeah. it's going to be caught by the mask, which is the purpose of that mask. Right. But then there's a little part of your brain that's like, ooh, do I want to wear this hawked in mask around? <laughs> you know, we don't think the fact that I actually could swap out for a new mask. You know, it just goes to show that human reaction is 
I am just not going to stop the propelling of my fluids coming yeah. out. And, and, and of course, they go into the corner of the sleeve, which, you know, that's really effective. <laughs> you know, so as much as everybody says, it, I'm like, yeah, I'm not buying into that either. So I'm just happy to say that we finished our meal and was ready to go at that time when we saw that. And, um, yes, it was not. It was an, a, a constant reminder that it's not safe out there when you're dealing with people. No, folks, it's not. And you know what also isn't safe is when you're on a small craft on its way to the fourth planet in our solar system, the planet of Mars. Mars. So we are here to review the Netflix original series. So this is a series so that means you're going to have more than one show in a row yeah 10 of them i think (laughs) 10 of them and it's all going to be about this whole idea of a transport to mars and it's Mm -hmm. led by their captain played by hillary swank and this is a series that endeavors how'd you like that bill wow to to grapple with not only the challenges of getting a spacecraft to make it all the way to Mars and keep the contents alive, but also grapples with all of these things that are going back on, happening back on Earth with their mm-hmm. families and with the NASA headquarters and everything else. And so this is about an American astronaut who struggles to leave their husband, their child behind, as they lead a mission, uh, an international mission, mind mm-hmm. you. So we've got a, a Brit, we've got a Chinese national, a Russian national, and who am I forgetting? I feel like a Middle Eastern, or is it Indian? Uh, Uga- Ugandan. Ugandan. Or Ghana, Ghana, Africa. Yeah, that's a Ghana. Yeah, he's he's raised in Great Britain, but born in Ghana. Right. Or Ghanaian. Yeah, mm-hmm. Indian. Yeah, I think that's pretty much checks it all. So it's starring Hilary Swank, Vivian Wu, Mark Ivanur, and the creator is Andrew Hitteraker. Did mm-hmm. I say that right? I hope I said it right. I'm not going to leave it. You're not? Okay. I'm just going to leave it. Yeah, I'm just okay. going to leave it. <laughs> so this is a show that the story captivates yes. some but doesn't captivate others um, so what, I know you kind of talked about the story I was just waiting for it to begin when I was watching it okay <laughs> that this is your failed okay Bill has a confession he did not watch all 10 or 20 episodes of any of these episodes there were oh my gosh you know what's what's great if you're listening to this podcast this is where we kind of break format a little bit because there's on occasion that you know tom and i have the same taste in a lot of ways and but when we don't agree we're gonna break kind of the review structure because we have to just let the listener know okay first off did you watch it like tom did yeah i watched it yeah. Right. Or or myself who couldn't stomach four episodes. Yeah. And turned it off. So but we're gonna give our reasons why, because then you can make a judgment on your own of whether you want to dive into this by 
Tom's review or past per Bill's review, or if you already went through it, you're going to, you're already leaning in a direction anyway. So yeah. there's all the scenarios, Tom. I just laid it all out. So yes. here's your chance to run with your take of away. Okay, my spoiler-free opinion is this. <laughs> I have seen enough, and I'm going to steal a line from a ver- another very famous Martian movie, oh, the attempt You don't this bad when you have to do that. <laughs> yes. I'm going to steal a line from another movie where individuals <laughs> went to Mars. And I am kind of sick and tired of the unscientific, passed off as science attempts to science the crap out of problems <laughs> with <laughs> testosterone-driven males who fight over wrenches and argue with Houston and somebody takes charge and has to tell everybody what to do with the ship or someone's going to break free and drive the ship on their own into, into the, you know, whatever. This is not that, folks. This is no. doesn't break down into into a testosterone fest. And I think we've just seen enough of that. And I've seen, uh, frankly, I've seen enough shows, science fiction shows, where they try and be overly scientific. And then you spend right. about half a second thinking about the science they just explained. And you realize there is no science in what they just said. <laughs> you mean it's it, made up, Tom? It's completely made up, and I I sometimes wonder if we have a problem with this show because we're doing a bit of mansplaining around uh, it. Yes. Whoa. I do it's think... Gender shot there. Yes, gender shot. I think that we readily enough forgive science fiction films that are have completely unbelievable elements in them, but we uh-huh. struggle when we don't want to believe that an international crew could have some conflict <laughs> in the middle of space. <laughs> is this how you're going to, is this how we're explaining this? Is this, yes. is this, you have to go to explain yes. this. There's some conflict in space and I'll tell you the things I appreciate in this story, Mr. Yeah, wait, you're, you're deep in, you're digging deep in the bag for this one. That's all I got to say. I know. Well, I, I do appreciate that they, they, Okay, so Hillary Swank's character is a mom, an astronaut, you know, blah, blah, blah. And when you think about the most taxing careers out there, I think astronaut is pretty high on the list. Would you say yeah, that's I'd true, agree. Bill? Yeah, no, definitely, Tom. Yeah, it's a complete sellout. You, you, you sell out every other goal in your life. They tap into that. They tap into the difference between her husband, who's also an astronaut, and how it's different for a woman to sacrifice than a male when she gets pregnant and has their daughter. And they, they tap into, hey, just because you're the captain of the ship and you're flying off to Mars doesn't mean you're going to completely forget your daughter. Now, some people might have pro- some problems with the science involved in just jumping on a cell phone and talking to your mom. <laughs> 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 wait, wait, there's science in this? <laughs> there's probably a satellite or two that that signal could bounce off of. It might take a little <laughs> while a delay in that signal, but I'm sure that um, something happened there to make that happen. But so I do appreciate that they do show the balancing act there. I think they do a little bit more. So story wise, how, what do I tell? So I'm all over the place here. Let me just comment. No, on no, I'm, I'm letting you go. Cause you're on a roll. Okay. I, this is, enjoyable. I know I'm, I'm completely all over the place. The story is, 
when you think about it, the story is they sh- they get into a ship, they try to make it to Mars, a bunch of crazy things happens, which happens in every single science fiction movie when you're trying to go from A to B. And then you I won't tell everybody how it ends, but you have the whole drama and dilemma of who gets all the credit and glory. Um, is it going to be China? Is it going to be Russia? Is it going to be America? Is it going to be Great Britain for whoever, whichever astronaut lands and steps foot on Mars first, right? Because that's all we ever heard when we were young, Bill, because we're old. The very first astronaut to step on the moon and place a flag into the ground, that's the only one that anybody remembers. <laughs> so they kind of play off of that. That's the story. You know, the more you talk about it, it's almost like you're talking yourself into why you liked it. Okay. I did like this, though. I think I liked I know, it. I know. I, I'm just saying it's it's like it, I see. it's almost like you're trying to convince the other self within you. You might be operating at a realm that I haven't gotten in touch with yet. <laughs> now I turned psychologist. Yeah, you just turned into a psychologist, and I feel like I'm on a couch. Like, oh, my wife, therapist just saw something in me that I've never seen before. <laughs> you tell. <laughs> oh, it's so funny. It's, it's like the longer you talk about it, I'm like, I, does he does he hear himself? Does he really hear himself? I don't think he hears himself. Yeah, I guess what I would say is I kind of enjoyed all of it. Okay, this is my interjection. I felt this was like ER, great anatomy in space. That's what I felt like this was. I felt like Netflix has decided to be syndicated TV. I could have watched this on NBC or ABC. Instead, it's on Netflix. It was immediately, that's the first thing I thought of was, oh my gosh, the drama First, I felt it was was boring, and because I find shows on TV boring, because it's so full of cliches, you could it's like they're checking all the boxes, and now they have more boxes to check. So, which means things are drawn out even more, and it just felt like, oh my gosh, substitute the astronauts for doctors in Great Anatomy or or ER. It, I, I just didn't see it as original at all. I didn't think, yeah, it's a it's a three year tour to Mars and back. And what else are they to cover? Well, you know, let's get on the cell phone and talk to mom out in space. And you know, they try to build up this contrived drama that I felt was just, yeah. I mean, it would be boring if you didn't have it otherwise. But I just felt it was boring overall, and I just. After just three or four, I, I, I gave it a shot because Tom texts me and goes, oh, give it a shot. And I was like, okay, I'm going to go into four. And immediately I was like, I didn't get a turn, and I felt like I had to get out. And so I bailed. I, I pulled the chute. I, I just jumped. You didn't have the courage to stay for the entire trip. <laughs> I couldn't. I couldn't. Unlike the captain who <laughs> the ship and completed the mission. It was not my show. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, I think when I'm reading through articles that are critiquing this, that's exactly what they're saying. They're saying that it's that the, they put the soap back in the opera, <laughs> the space opera. Or something. <laughs> what, what, that's exactly what I turned to my wife because she just happened to be on the couch. Now, my wife will sit on the couch with me and yeah. she'll be reading, right? Mm-hmm. She'll have her pad out. She'll be reading. And you could tell she would choose to watch or not to watch. And when she starts reading and I'm like, yeah, it's a soap opera, isn't it? And she's like, yes, it is. 
and I'm like, I can't get drawn into a soap opera. I just can't. I have to try and dig deep inside my soul here and figure out what it, what was it? I guess, I mean, I sit and listen to people talk about their problems all day long because I'm a therapist, so maybe that's <laughs> my capacity for it is a little different. Um, I think that's probably a variable. Um, I, I, I found Hillary Swank's character interesting. I, I, even though a lot of the drama kind of went through her, I didn't think it was contrived drama that the husband has a stroke and is laying on his back in a hospital for three months while the daughter is being raised by, I think it's the mother, Hillary Swank's sister, <laughs> right? <laughs> so that felt like a, like there's actual um, something to struggle with there. I mean, if you're in space and your husband's recovering from a stroke and your daughter's being raised by a family member, you're already into a contingency plan. You know, a couple of months into your trip, your three-year-long trip, and so I think that didn't feel contrived to me. But as far as the network quality to it, I will say that that's probably right on the nose. In just that, I liked it. There's a one of the creators I think was involved in uh, Parenthood and also Friday Night Lights, and right. I, I love those shows. And right. I think that's another thing, too, is I do love those shows. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's come out now. Here we go. Now we got something to chew on. Yes, I do love those shows. I like when they kind of get into the meat and potatoes where they're kind of wrestling with relationship stuff. And yeah. um, I don't I can't just watch a science fiction show just for science fiction. And I've actually gotten to, to a place in my life where I can't just watch it just for the sci fi, the quality right. of CGI, which they don't really have to have much quality in the show because I think they did a couple of spacewalks, but other than that, most of it happens within the cabin of the ship, so you really don't need to have a whole lot of... Yeah, I mean, okay, so think about what we've seen so far in in space shows. We've seen Lost in Space, right? Now, it has that drama element, but there was still this story that was fascinating to it and yeah you had to suffer through some of the over dramatic parts of it that was definitely either teenage angst or just soap opera based but it had a strong enough story that was propelling it that made it interesting i felt and then you want to go into the expanse which was so science fiction but it was also very strong with relationships very strong in relationships and, and it's because this story brought out these characters and who they are. And what this was all about was everybody bringing their baggage with them. And it was not like a three-hour tour. It was a three-year tour. And with that is you, you brought in all this stuff because there was no story. And you're right. It, it, it was, to me, I have to say it, it's gray anatomy in space. And it's the science fiction was the afterthought. And the characters and the drama was really what was leading the charge. And I just, I'm sorry. It's, I think there is so much TV that that's why we watch 
streaming television like Netflix and HBO and all of these Showtime and all these other ones is because we want more. And I just felt like this was not more. Yeah, I would say I have a complete opposite uh, opinion. I think that the fleshing out of the characters, they almost devoted an entire episode to every crew member. So you found out, if you get a kind of a presentation of their character and you think it's because of one reason. And then when you watch the episode about that particular character, you realize that it's something much deeper. I think the fleshing out of those characters actually felt more you know, granular and, and more real, more fleshed out, more layers than the expanse because it was tied to actual Earth stories and stuff that we could relate to as they identified kind of their place in their society that they're coming from, kind of the the national narrative they were each carrying, the personal stories and adventures they had to go through to get to that place, to be where they're at. And it it gave some context to the strengths that they all brought to the team. And so when they came together and were trying to solve a problem, when they took the time to develop what these characters had been through and who they were, it actually made sense and worked so that when the dilemmas happened, I believed the characters were acting that way because of what they taught me about the character. And so I think if you take the time to actually ride, like experience the actual ride, you'll probably have a much different feeling about this than if you get turned off by it and are kind of struggling with it and really don't want to watch it. I think you're not going to like it at all. But if you just dive into it and sit in it and really listen to the narrative, and then that is the story. And that's the way stories have changed, by the way, folks. I read a ton of comic books, and I know this is wah, this is wah, 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 Bill. This is a bit of wah, wah, wah. But at least I know that. At least I'm letting I you run. To... I'm letting you run. I'm giving you the line yeah. like you're yeah. out in space, and I'm going to tether you back. The, the wah, wah, wah here is that <laughs> is the modern storytelling. They're yeah. not doing they ran and did this thing, and this thing happened, and they ran and did this other thing. And then right. somebody with a big testosterone beat another big testosterone guy. Yeah. These stories are different. They get into the context, and there's yeah. not tons of movement. And that's been the case in the comic books that I've been reviewing for the last two years. And it's I'm certainly the case of a lot of stories that I've science fiction books is you're getting that is the journey. That is the story. Now if you don't like the story that's told and you don't want to take the time and you're and you get bored and tired with learning about these people, then you won't like that story. But yeah. ultimately this the transport to Mars and back really is a pretty clean cut story to begin with. This just flushes it out. Yeah, I, I I couldn't disagree more because I felt like all of that is stereotypical. And I mean, especially when you you could just go through it's his turn, it's that turn, it's this character's turn to go through his story, it's this character's turn to go through the story. But you I didn't get actually it. watch it though, Bill, so you can't really. No, I, I I saw I saw four episodes of it, and I could see what they were doing because they were touching on all of them, and I I saw the pattern. And I, I saw the way to do it. I mean, when I look at something like, um, and you know, I think that my bar tends to be, you know, into like the house of house of haunted hill when you had all these siblings and then they start talking about every single one of their stories or even in, in, um, <clears throat> what we just saw with, uh, in, in the umbrella Academy when they had every single one of these characters and they're doing a dive 
into every single one of them. Uh, I felt that the characters in those situations, like the Brella Academy, since that's the most recent one, had a lot more character development, had a lot more interesting in characters where I really felt like this played to the stereotypes. And um, it was predictable. And I don't think that gave me anything new or anything unique, even in the depthness that they tried to show that this was going to be something different. And um, it, it's like these life situations and it was predictable. And that's what I don't like. I don't like the predictable. I don't like the, the, the stereotypes. And even though they try to break the stereotypes, they still cater to it. And I don't I, think know, it was as I, much. I, I don't think it was as much predictable as you were jumping to a lot of assumptions that no. you didn't take the time to investigate, because the character well, development in this story was, in some ways, richer than Umbrella Academy by far. In some of the things that they go into, it, it makes a lot more sense because the context of where the story is taking place is a real place on Earth, and the yeah. the the culture that they're diving into are real cultures. And then the values right. and beliefs that those cultures are holding are intertwined with their, you know, their nuclear family stories. And they do a bit of that. And I don't remember anything on that level with Umbrella Academy and Haunting of Hill House. Now, I like those shows, so I'm not going to try to deride those shows to try and prop this up. That's not my point. But they do a lot. Of, I think this story, this show is about that character development. Yeah, I, I, I'm sorry. It just, I, I think that. It has, uh, I, I put it on a short leash, so to speak, that I just couldn't, after going through three episodes and, and starting a fourth, that I just, I, I've, I'm sorry, it's just, I've seen it before, I've lived through this before, <clears throat> I, I don't find this entertaining, I don't find this interesting, and I, you know, instead of sitting through another six episodes of this, I just decided I'm going to spend mm-hmm. my energy elsewhere. And I think that's what, you know, the purpose of this review, even for our listeners is, you know, gathering from what we're saying here is if you, like I said earlier, is if <clears throat> you fit in one of those scenarios and how your opinion is and, and what my opinion is, um, definitely would just gauge on where a li- listener audience would um, want to do with the movie uh, whether we're, they watched it already, <clears throat> you know, they don't know what they've seen or they feel your way or they haven't gave it a, a chance yet. And obviously we are opposite ends on that, but that's okay. It is okay, Bill. So if you are, <laughs> if you're, if you're not into making assumptions, if you're willing to take the time and you like stories that are more about the characters themselves and, and they aren't complete fantasy, um, you'll like this if you don't if you label that as minutia and if you if you like if emotional things are not considered important things then you won't like this but if you do like those things you I would say that there's a chance you would really like this um, but it's not your typical it's not your typical science fiction show by any stretch in the criticisms I would say that I've read online, I don't necessarily disagree with them. The only thing that I would say is that some of what the criticism, what people are calling criticisms, I actually like. <laughs> so um, <laughs> I think that's the takeaway from it because yeah, I was reading the criticisms out there and I was like, yeah, I agree 100%. Yep. 
Yeah, if you, if you watch a show like Friday Night Lights, you'll like this. If you watch yeah, a show like uh, Parenthood, um, you'll like this. If you, right. if you, if you are looking for science fiction, sciencey stuff, you're not gonna like this. Yeah, and I think, think that's the not. key. That's the key right there. Um, I think you're definitely wrapped it up. Is this is really not a science fiction? It's it's basically like I mean, as as much as I termed it before, it's your gray anatomy in space where you just, you substitute the doctors for astronauts. And so it's a different setting with the same type of um, relations and, and uh, issues that uh, we see in those type of shows. Yes. So, Bill, I think that's going to do it for our unorthodox review of Away. <laughs> I think it's great, Tom. We can't agree on everything. No, we can't, Bill. So for now and until right. next time, this has been Heroes Garage. Bye now. <laughs>